Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, here we go. New week of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Bob, Kelly, and Luke, full crew is here. We're at the Southern Bank Corps studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Going to be actually at Southern Bank Corps Friday, but we'll talk more about that later in the week. We kick off every day by thanking our good friends at Dickey's Barbecue for their support of our program and the athletic department. And uh, we appreciate them as much as always. Food is still as good as always, and we uh, thank them for all they do. We kick off every Monday with our head football coach, Will Hall. Coach Hall on the show with us now after the Golden Eagles suffered a really heartbreaking 13 or 17 to 13 uh, loss Saturday night to Old Dominion. Coach, I told you off air, I was uh, uh, went down on the sidelines to watch the fourth quarter. I was right there at the line of scrimmage. Uh, when we ran that last offensive play of the night. And here's a fact. The Golden Eagles came up about six or seven inches short of what would have very likely been the winning score. Overall, your offensive performance, uh, how do you evaluate it? Yeah, not a very good day offensively. Uh, You know, coming off two weeks where we had been pretty explosive and scored a lot of points, we were not explosive. you know, the thing is, we, we, we had them up and blocked them in the box with our O-line and tight ends pretty good. Our skill kids just didn't make a lot of plays. You know, we had some plays there starting early in the game with the first third down on the long pass play that was put right on the money. We just we just didn't make a lot of plays in the air. We didn't make a lot of plays on the ground game. We never, you know, I can't recall ever making a guy miss. Maybe we did once or twice. Well, I thought. Old Dominion rallied to the ball and tackled. They played their defense where they sit back and, and give you some things. And, uh, you know, on, the, on those people, your skill kids have got to make plays, and we just didn't get it done. So we got to, you know, obviously we got to look at the ways we're, we're distributing them and uh, look at look at who we're getting the ball to. And we've got to uh, we got to be able to make more plays right there, you know, versus a defense like that. And then we had our opportunities. You know, like you said, late in the game right there, we got to be able to punch that ball in and win the football game. And uh, so offensively, you know, not a not a great not a great game. And you know, you went to the rush a lot in that last uh, that last drive and really came com- all the way down the field. Got inside the ten, uh, had it inside the five. The last two plays of the game. That's that's just got to be horribly frustrating not to be able to punch it in from the two when the game's on the line, right? Yeah, it was. It was. You know, it was very frustrating. And then the red zone drive earlier in that, you know, we had Caston open on a corner route, wasn't able to hit him. And, uh, you know, we had to settle for a field goal there. 
And, uh, you know, we, like you said, we ran the ball to ran an RPO down the field. We hit Cashton. We hit Davis Dalton on two big pass plays right there. And then, uh, you know, Billy scrambled down to the two and, uh, or scrambled down to the five. Then we handed it off to Frank and he got, what looks like on film all the way down to the one yard line. They ended up spotting it on about the two, two and a half. And, uh, and then we ran it right out on two plays in a row and came up about two inches short. That is correct. On the, on the next to last play, the ball appeared to be spotted about a yard away from the goal line, uh, short of where the, the running back had made, had made the play. I saw that myself, so yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about there. All right, defensively yep. though, up until the last score, you had uh, you had held Old Dominion to ten points. Uh, you give up the, the team goes up the long pass there late in the game, which led to the score. Defensively, how do you grade the performance? Yeah, we played much better, you know, which was 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 good to see. We started fast, which has been a big point of emphasis. What everybody talked about last week was starting fast. We did start fast defensively. We played hard throughout the game. We had a lot of energy and focus. Um, you know, we executed and got to their quarterback a lot. We took a lot of shots on their quarterback that were legal. Uh, when we got pressure, which caused him to be inaccurate a lot, we played a lot of man coverage and only gave up three explosive pass plays, uh, you know, which was the plan going into it with their splits. Um, you know, we lost contain a few times on the pass rush, and he was able to scramble out and get some plays. When you're playing man, that can be – Something that happens, you kind of give and take with that. Um, you know, we never got a turnover, which was disappointing. We got to punch the ball out. That could have really turned the game around. And, uh, you know, one time we had a kid that was banged up and hurt, and he tried to get off the field. We'd like for him to just fall down right there because uh, he's trying to get off the field, and we can't sub when they're playing with tempo, and they got an explosive play on that. So that's something we got to get corrected. All right, special teams, another really frustrating part of the night. You, you'd get a really beautiful punt return for a touchdown. Appeared that you had gotten a second one. And as you look back, how, I mean, how important would that score have been? But they call that, uh, they call that back. But, but overall, special teams play appeared to be pretty good, Coach. Yeah, we won the kicking game with the attack plays. We won 5-3 to three, like we graded. We had an explosive uh, – uh, punt return, the, the disappointing thing is the three attack plays that they got, we gave them all to them. We had the most punt return, which was the turnover. We didn't catch a kickoff one time and uh, caused us to get, get start backed up. And then we kicked off. Uh, our second kickoff was out of bounds, which gave them the ball in the 35-yard line. So we had a chance to dominate the special teams. We covered well on kickoff cover. Man, we got down there and crushed them, uh, which has been a big point of emphasis, obviously. Uh, we covered well on punt. We protected on punt well. They, they're a team that likes to run after the punts. We were, you know, we should have blocked a punt. We were back there. We just straight flat missed it with our hands. I mean, it was a great scheme by Coach Meyer. We come off the edge. Y'all saw it early in the game. The guy gets back there so quick. Luke, you're a former punter. He probably could have took it out of the guy's hands. And uh, we got to have our hands low. We got to take the ball off the foot like we work every day. We got to carry that from practice to the game. Because that punt block would have really allowed us to blow the game open. And, uh, you know, the punt return that Ty ran back, he was not signaling fair catch. I understand why the referees called it. He had stopped his momentum, and then when he restarted, you know how sometimes when you restart, go from a, from a stationary position, and then you restart your running motion, sometimes you'll kind of wave your hands around you, kind of like you're winding something up. And 
he did that's just what he does when he runs man i watch him do it every day in his pass routes you know and uh they felt like he was winding his hand too high for a fair catch so i can see where they would have thought that you know uh tough deal uh obviously and something that we'll have to correct with his mannerisms because he he wasn't fair catch and that's not even how he fair catches when he fair catches all right coach before i get the guys involved here uh your your just your thoughts and and what you may may want to say to our listening audience right now yeah we're yeah disappointed right and uh like i said the criticism's fair man we're one in five uh we want to be better than that you know i love southern miss more than anybody does i love this football program more than anybody does i recognize and understand where we're falling short i understand it more than anybody does uh, we got a lot of season left. We got to get some things corrected. You know, outside of the Florida State loss and the Georgia State loss over the last two years, every loss we've had from our two years time period has been a one score game. And uh, we're in every, or a one score game in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, we are, we're right there. You know, we're right there. But, but this isn't horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Uh, we, right. We've got to find a way to win. And, uh, we are older than we've been here, but we're not old. We're really only got about 12 seniors at play. Uh, we're a junior sophomore team. Uh, I thought we'd be further along from a figuring out how to win standpoint than what we are, and we're not. That's something we're addressing daily. Our kids continue to play hard and spill it. Uh, you know, these last three losses in a row, uh, we've lost in different ways. We've played well in different ways. And like I said, they've been one-score games in the fourth quarter, and we've just got to find a way to win. We make one more play in all three of those games in the fourth quarter. You know, we're sitting here at four and two instead of one and five, but we're not. And that's the reality of the fact, and we're addressing it, and we're building. And, um, you know, we got to keep going. Is that Was that pretty much the, the message to your team Saturday night after the game, Coach? What did you tell the kids? Yeah, same thing. Our kids are resilient, man. They're going to fight. They know. I mean, they know better than anybody knows. You know, how close we are. They know what we've got to do. Uh, you know, we're just not getting to They know. They know we should have blocked that punt. They know we worked that look all week and had them scheme perfectly. Uh, you know, they know that, that we've got to get that ball in the end zone. They know that when we're coming off the field, and are in a substitution deal and we're hurt, we got to fall down and not try to get off the field. Like, our kids know it. We're just having critical errors at critical moments. And, uh, you know, we've got to uh, we've got to find a way to get it all put together. All right, we're talking to head football coach Will Hall after the 17-13, a really heartbreaking loss Saturday night, that Old Dominion. Team is not playing this Saturday, but a week from tomorrow we'll be playing on ESPN against South Alabama. Kelly and Luke get here with uh, Coach Hall on the other side of this short break. Stay with us. This is the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back to the show. Going to be uh, going to be downtown, midtown at uh, our corporate sponsor, Southern Bank Corp. We're going to be down there Friday. Looking forward to that. Always fun uh, to get down there with uh, those guys. Always great to be in midtown. Just a good place to be on a Friday afternoon, Midtown Hattiesburg. We're talking to head football coach Will Hall after Saturday night's uh, contest, 17-13 loss uh, to Old Dominion. Coach joins us every Monday, and for that, we are grateful. So let's get in here, Luke, with uh, Coach Hall. Hey, Coach, uh, again, thanks so much for coming on. You know, one of the the biggest disappointments Saturday, you get inside the 10, three different times come away with uh, with six points on the year, 11-25, 
in uh, in in the red zone touchdown wise, converting I think much higher clip than that. I think only three times yet and scored. But what what was your takeaway from that and and the red zone play calling? What we need to do going forward to get the ball in the end zone? Yeah, yeah. First off, I agree. We it's definitely been an issue. Uh, first time we got down there, I think we were second and two at the nine. We ran it uh, to get first and goal at the six, and we ran a quarterback run play to get an extra hat, which is traditionally you know a common thing in football. Uh, we didn't execute it correctly at tight end, and uh, we ended up losing three. So now we're second and nine. Uh, you know, on, on the second down call, uh, we ran the ball again and got it to a – well, we didn't get anything. We got to third and nine, and then we made them jump off sides, got to third and four, and then we had Caston wide open in the end zone on third and four, and we missed it. You know what I mean? So we have to kick a field goal. Uh so we just missed him right there. Uh, let's see. Thinking about the next drive, we're first and ten. First and goal from the ten, which is a really tough position to be in. You know, that's the hardest. Yeah. That's the hardest red zone situation you can ever be in is first and goal from the ten. Uh, we ran the ball, didn't get much out of it. Uh, then we ran a corner route to cast it on second and nine uh, and, and, and had a chance right there in a one-on-one situation on a, on a corner route versus man coverage. And just didn't get it done. You know, a little better throw, a uh, little better separation by Caston. I think I think we get a touchdown right there, but we created the one-on-one, didn't get it done. Then on third and goal from the nine, you're in a situation versus a team that drops eight. The score is 10-3 to three at the time. Uh, first and goal, third and goal from the nine is an extremely hard situation to complete a pass versus drop eight. The chances of throwing an interception and taking that chance, I felt like the way our defense was playing, I did not want to take that chance. Uh, chose to run a jet sweep with Ty Mims versus a light box, uh, where if we block it all correctly, he's going to be one-on-one with the safety. And uh, maybe we can squeeze it in right there. And if not, we kick a field goal and go up 13-7 uh, to because it was 10-7 to at the time. Yeah. And uh, felt like our defense was playing well. Didn't want to take that chance. And uh, so that's what I did. Obviously, it looked like a stupid call. We didn't block it correctly. And uh, they chased us down. And, uh, and crushed us. Then the next time we got down to the red zone, uh, was first to go from the five. Uh, you know, we ran an RPO, didn't complete it. Then second and go, uh, we ran it down to what I, what looks like the one yard line on tape. They spotted it on the two. And then we ran it two consecutive times and didn't score. So that was all three of them right there. Yeah, and appreciate you walking through that. And, and you know, the other aspect, um, with the drop eight, of course, we were trying to attack the middle in the running game. But, you know, Frank, 29 rushes for 66 yards. And just seems like we couldn't get into, you know, uh, our, our screen game, you know, counter game just because of, of what they were dropping. I mean, is that why we, we saw, and I say this, you understand what I mean by this, more vanilla in the running game. Yeah, we ran a lot of inside zone, a lot of, uh, a lot of duo. Uh, we ran some Georgia, some some G scheme, which we had not showed all year. We had we had two good Georgia, uh, two good G scheme runs for all you wing T guys out there. We ran some counter that was pretty successful. We pulled the tackle for the first time this year on a uh, on a duo tackle pull. As you see in the across the NFL, some we popped some of those. Uh, so there was a lot of different schemes in there, probably more so than what what the average eye knows. The fact of the matter is, guys, when you go back and chart it, we never broke a tackle. You know, I mean, we just yeah. did not break a tackle hardly any of the night. We were hatting them up on the interior. We were blocking them. 
And uh, credit to them, they made a lot of really good tackles. And uh, we did not break tackles. And, uh, you know, that, that, that was the most – probably the biggest disappointing thing for me in that football game was offensively we never won many one-on-one matchups. You know, from a, from a break and a tackle standpoint or making, a, you know, a one-on-one catch, we just did not win many of them at all. Coach, I sense you know you, you everywhere you've been, you've been successful. This is taking you know the the turnaround of the program is, yep. take, is taking longer than you had hoped. Just and and you're not used to that, you know. So how how are you dealing with this as a as a as a human being? <laughs> well, I think I'm dealing with it the way all successful people are, you know, when they're building something. Uh, you know, I've got great faith. Uh, I believe in what we're doing. I'm rooted in what we're doing. I'm evaluating what we're doing every day. I understand where we're falling short. I also understand the things we're doing well to be really close to being really successful. And, uh, you know, I've got great faith, guys, not just in my Christian faith, but also in what we're doing and where we're headed. We fixed a lot of things in this program. The fact of the matter is, last year, we probably had a better year than what we should have had. You know what I mean? We were in every game. We were able to win a bowl game in year two, which, to be quite frank with you, I don't think many of us thought we would get to a bowl game in year two when we got here because year one, we couldn't even build our roster yet, you know, with the way the rules were then and the hand we were dealt. I did think we would be better this year. I knew we would play 10 really, really tough football games. I thought we would win one of them easily, and I thought one of them would be really tough. We talked about that. I thought the other 10 would be a one-play difference in all 10 of them i still feel that way you know uh i think i think the rest of these games we're going to play are going to look a lot like the ones we just played but we've got to find a way to uh to get it done and i think we're going to uh, you know but i believe that if you keep doing what's right and you keep working and you stick to the plan you know that that eventually you're going to get it you know i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of football coaches you know that uh that had to go through things, and they stuck with it. You know, Frank Beamer, you know what I'm saying, at Virginia Tech before he built that great program. Well, um, Bobby Bowden, that. you and could say the same about Bobby Bowden. He was not successful at Florida State, you know, when when uh, you know when he first went there. Uh, and then that's know, right. went on to – How about a little closer to home, Jeff Bauer? Yeah, me and Coach Bauer actually talked about that the other day. You know, Coach Bauer said, man, you know, I went four and seven. Then I went seven and four. And then I went three, seven, and one in year three. And, uh, and then six and five, six and five, and then finally broke through, you know, in year six and went eight and three. And then he rolled, you know, from then, that point forward. Me and Coach Bauer actually had that conversation just the other day because he certainly believes in what we're doing and a big supporter too. So it's going to happen. We're doing it the right way. Look, I hate it. We're, we're, we're inches away from being four and two, but we're not. And it's a bottom line business. Like I said, man, I love Southern Miss just like our fans do. I, I, I'm mad just like they are. I'm mad at me. You know what I mean? I'm mad at. I'm mad at. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm mad at a lot of people uh, because we're we're so freaking close to being so much better, and we all see it. But we've got to do it, and we're going to get it done. Yeah. Well, there's always there's always just that fine line too as to you know how long it goes how long it goes on cuz you're you're dealing with temperaments of of human beings and it's you know before people start questioning well what is wrong are are we are we going to get there you right, know when people right. Co- know, coach i think we all right. 
we we know that quarterbacks get too much credit and too much criticism. I think that's that's a fair assessment uh-huh. of that position. Uh, your your thoughts about your quarterback player? You considering any change there? Uh, no, not right now. I mean, he's been he's he's played uh, he's played really good for the most part. Uh, it wasn't his best game the other night, but it wasn't his best. It wasn't you know anybody on offense's best game like we said. But uh, he's he's done a lot of really good things. Remember, we scored thirteen times two weeks in a row the previous two weeks. So. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think that's the move, you know, okay. right now that we need no. to make. All right, we got sixty seconds. You know, left. guys, I can remember. I can remember when I got here in twenty twenty one. I can remember everybody was wanting to run off Scott Berry in the middle of that year too. <laughs> you know, so that'd have been a good uh, move. Kind of part of it, coach. I, <laughs> coach, I do want to ask one final question about personnel, though. What do you got to do to get uh, Clark the the ball a little more? I, I, I get Frank's phenomenal. He's elite, but it just seems as if, you know, he, he Clark offers some said. some things in the running game. That's it. That's what you said. You know, we got to we got to, you know, we got to give him more carries. I mean, that just is what it is. When you give him the carry, somebody else is not going to get it. So, you know, that's a choice. You know, that we've got to evaluate, look at, and make. And then, uh, how how special was it watching Avery get two sacks? That was awesome, man. You know, out of everything we've been going through, you know, I hope Southern Miss fans took time to enjoy that and uh, really, really cherish it because it's a special deal. It's probably even more special than what people really understand. No question. Coach Hall, thank you so much for coming on the show each and every Monday, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next Monday, which I guess will be the day before game instead of the day after. So we'll uh, we'll communicate between now and then and see how you want to handle that, sir. Yeah, we might we might go after the game. Let's communicate because we might do it after the game where I can do a synopsis of it like we yeah. always do. I know the fans enjoy it. And uh, hey, guys, appreciate y'all. Appreciate everybody. Uh, I understand it's tough times right now, but we are going to make it through, and we're going to come out on the other side. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun when it happens. All right, coach. Thank you, Coach Will Hall. Everybody, head football coach, of course, Southern Miss. Lee Roberts. He'll have his observations. He did the color analysis, and. Uh, Part of the play-by-play. Yeah, we'll be right back. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. All right, our thanks head football coach Will Hall for joining us uh, every Monday. Appreciate his time uh, today. Not easy to come on and take questions, but uh, but he does, and uh, he's never wavered from that. All right, I want to thank uh, Campus Bookmark for their sponsorship of our show, and I want to say happy birthday to Miss Kathleen. 29 again? 29 again today. Beautiful lady, wonderful person. Happy birthday, Miss Kathleen. And we don't even ask her what anniversary of her 29th birthday. No, we're not going to. Either. We just say it's she's 29. All right. Also, I want to thank our buddies at 4th Street Bar and Grill for their sponsorship of our show. Great place to watch Southern Miss Athletics, of course. Great place to enjoy good food. Monday through Friday, great lunch and uh, good meals at night. Uh, every night they're open. 4th Street Bar and Grill right in the shadow of the rock. I saw the other day, too, that from the press box, you can actually see Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Well, actually, when when the Rock advertises, it says we're right in the shadow of Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Correct. So Lee Roberts was in the Rock uh, Saturday night. He is every time the Golden Eagles play. He's a color analyst for the network, of course, and a former great quarterback. And uh, Lee, I know that uh, 
We spoke briefly the other night, uh, halftime. We were feeling pretty good, uh, but I know you share the same frustration. Really, about six inches away from uh, what may have very well been the winning touchdown, but just unable to get it across the goal line. Yeah, before I get into that, I want to wish personally a happy birthday to Miss Kathleen as well. So yep, get that sure. uh, get that in there to a for sweet, sure. sweet lady. So yeah, no man, I, I really felt like you know one of the things that Southern Miss wanted to do was get out to a fast start, and it wasn't as fast as they wanted to, but they were up at the half. They were you know not playing great, not playing bad. They were managing the game and. And right there at the last, had an opportunity, and you know, truly, Frank Gore thought that he got in, but I mean, you could you could see in the replay his elbow was down before he crossed the goal line with the football, and it's just kind of the way I feel like this season has been. Defensively, we've given up, you know, one too many explosive plays. Offensively, we've, you know, we've snagged ourselves down in the goal line, or you know, a, a penalty here or there, and I just. I know this coaching staff is frustrated. I mean, they're they're frustrated because they feel like they have a a better team than what we are right now with just a a one win team. And you know, and I'm sure everybody that knows Southern Miss football thinks about Southern Miss football is is very frustrated as well. And you know, it's it's tough. It's uh you know, it's a team that had a lot of high expectations coming off a you know a decent season last year, a bowl win, and. And it just seems like things just haven't been able to get our uh, go our way and get things going this year. But what's even tougher, Lee, is what's toughest about it is that two of the three losses in conference have come against teams that were supposed to be bottom dwellers. You know, Arkansas State and ODU. When you look at the rest of this schedule, other than ULM, I mean, my goodness gracious, uh, this is brutal. You know, the rest of yeah. the way. So, so the Eagles not only have got to get better, they've got to get significantly better quickly because it's reasonable to assume that these teams are going to be playing are going to be a lot better than what they've faced so far, yes? No, I I agree. I mean, a a South Alabama team that will play not not this weekend but the following week on a Tuesday night. Um, So a little bit extra preparation um, to try to to get things ironed out. But And it's a South team that is – it's playing with a lot of confidence. I think they put up 55 points against ULM on the road, and that's just the beginning of the next uh, six games. Then you then you've got to factor in a, a trip to App State, you know, home game with uh, Troy, ULM at home, uh, a road trip to Mississippi State, a big road trip to Louisiana. It, it's not going to get easier um, if, if Southern Miss wants to pick up, you know, their next win of the season. Things need to get rolling quickly and they've got to figure things out and i don't know i know that's what this staff is is trying to do they're trying to put their finger exactly on what they feel like is the problem and um, just try to press forward from there luke um biggest stat for me lee and appreciate scott watkins from the sun herald uh doing this he's just looking at pocket presence when wiles has a clean pocket 65 percent thousand forty yards seven touchdowns one pick Pressured 29%, 214 yards, four interceptions. It it was uh, – I thought Cavazos played better than what we've had at the left tackle position. And I thought Bryson Mays played better at right tackle than he's played at left tackle. It's just that you could not get a push up front, um, you know, with their three down. And, and the, Coach Hall talked about the light box that they're playing. Because we tried to run it up the middle. Just that box kind of took away – from some of the the short you know screen game that that we're used to seeing in this offense. 
Well, their their defense was was somewhat deceiving, just because of the the light box. It, it forces you to to attempt to run the football, and you know they, they're so good in the secondary for those guys coming up playing run. Um, it did it. It made it really really difficult, and and I I said it before the game on Saturday that I felt like Old Dominion is as about a blue collar team as as you can be. I mean, they're a team that is physical. They play to the football they they really get after you and and that was uh, exactly what they did on Saturday and so a light box um and you know run the football was not as effective as we wanted and we all know is if if you can run it opens up the pass and man yeah if you're if you're uh, able to stand in in the pocket with no pressure step into your throw uh Billy is is as good as they come and you know in in the country but yeah unfortunately he has been pressured a lot this year and you know he's he's extended some plays with his legs. He's he's moved laterally, trying to get things going. Um, you know some missed throws, obviously. Um, again, I just so some miscues has just been kind of the Achilles' heel of this offense. And we mentioned last week on this show late to, that the Eagles needed to watch out for Jason Henderson, their middle linebacker. Who he's le- good, man. Oh man, he's a stud, and I mean he leads the league in tackles. He is all over the place, and that's one of the reasons they like that light box is because as a middle linebacker, man, he yeah. fills those holes pretty doggone as quick as anybody I've ever Lee, seen. I would contend that he was the best player on the football field Saturday night, number forty-two. Oh, yeah, by by far, and I think going into the game, everybody knew that was the case as well, and. You know, man, for a for a linebacker to move so effectively and just to be so successful, and, and we know linebackers make more tackles than than defensive linemen. That's just that's just the nature of the game. But man, their linebacking core was really good. But Henderson, man, top Tremendous. top dog for sure. I think twenty one or twenty two games now where he's had double digit tackles. He's the I think all time leading tackler in Old Dominion history and All American player. And that guy, is, he is very special. And, yeah, he was wreaking havoc all night long. And note to Southern Miss fans, he could have left after last season. Guess why he came back, fans? N-I-L. Yeah, well, that's where we are now, for sure. Hey, Lee, you were a great quarterback, obviously. I want you to – I asked Coach Hall in the uh, in the first part of the show, was he considering any change at quarterback? Sometimes that's what you do, you know, to – to change momentum, he indicated no. Your your evaluation overall of the quarterback play of Billy Wiles. Well, I'll I'll speak to you know the the change at quarterback. I mean, obviously, yes, you can make a change, and there can sometimes be a spark. Um, you know, sometimes your offense is not playing well, but your team is, and you need a change. You know, I I don't feel like our problem is is all on the shoulders of of Billy. Um, obviously, a guy that. I mean, he's a game manager. Um, he hasn't won us a game, and he hasn't really lost us a game. Um, he, he's a guy that he does. He, he protects the football, may take a, a sack here or there, may make a mistake here or there, but I feel like he's a he's a leader. I feel like this is a, the quarterback of the future. Um, you know, will we see another guy throughout this year? I'm, I'm really not sure. I know Coach Hall is high on Billy Wilds. And and Luke, you mentioned it. Obviously, if we can protect him and leave him in the pocket, he can he can deliver balls down the field. And um, I, I think he's he's the guy that we just have to kind of ride the well, next six games. The maddening part is you you're not going to get ten new offensive linemen, and so you are where you are halfway through the season, and it's almost now you've got to adjust uh, offensively to what your offensive line allows you to do. And I just 
Lee, I mean, I just don't, I just don't want Billy to get killed with, you know, a, a deep drop bat game. I just don't think. I, I think the light box interrupted our ability to throw screens and to get Frank involved that way. And so, really, all we had to do with Frank was just run tackle to tackle. Coach Hall talked about all the different blocking schemes that they try to incorporate this week just because I think they knew that part wasn't going to be available to them. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, obviously, you know, one thing I would love to see Billy do is continue to try to get the ball out of his hands quicker. I would love to go down the field, but, yeah, blocking obviously is, is an issue. Um, and, and I think we're going to get the running game going. I mean, we were coming off of two really good um, games where Frank was over 100 yards. Saturday wasn't wasn't his day, but – I mean, as a as a team, we did. We rushed for 110 yards. And, and if you look statistically, we weren't that far off as far as what Old Dominion, you know, did. Again, they, were they a great offense? No, they weren't. But they were a team that kind of, you know, lived and died by the, the nine route, the go route. And um, they were able to make some plays. But, yeah, I, I feel like some, you know, the, the focus is going to be the line of scrimmage. You know, we've got to continue to start dominating up front, and that will indeed help us all the way around. All right, Lee, always appreciate your input, my friend, and uh, look forward to talking to you next week. All right, sounds good. Appreciate you guys. Lee Roberts, everybody. Coming up for the last segment, we'll give you a heads up. We're going to have a sun fade at, uh, let's see here, 155.01, going to last for two minutes and 18 seconds. We have no control over the solar system here, believe it or not. So uh, we may fade out when we get back on the air, but stay with us. We'll be back uh, before the show is over. Super Talk Eagle Hour continues And the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast is always available on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Closing out a Monday, fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. DBATHattiesburg.com. Luke, Bob, and Kelly from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. And Laurel, appreciate Southern Miss head football coach Will Hall and Lee Roberts joining us uh, in Coach Hall with us the first two segments like he is every Monday, and Lee uh, visiting with us in the third segment like he does every Monday. If you miss those, you can go back and listen to the Eagle Hour On Demand at supertalk.fm or in podcast form, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible, or you can ask Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Over the weekend, another sports ladies volleyball gets their first two Sunbelt wins. They sweep ULM both Friday and Saturday. Uh, by a score of three to nothing in both matches. I'm sorry, Thursday and Friday, three to nothing in both matches. They improved to two and four in the Sun Belt. Lady Soccer falls yesterday down in the Bayou um, at Old Dominion. They are three two and one in uh, conference six six and one overall. They'll look to rebound um, this coming week against Georgia Southern this Sunday uh, at noon. And, Luke, you were mentioning volleyball. Congratulations to Mia Wesley of the volleyball team with uh, some of the work that she did this past weekend in that series against ULM. She's among the all-time leader in kills now in uh, in women's volleyball history at Southern Miss. So way to go, Mia. 
Good stuff. Sunbelt over the weekend. NC State defeats Marshall 48-41. Louisiana defeats Texas State 34-30. Troy took care of Arkansas State 37-3. South Alabama went to Monroe and uh, took names and everything else. They defeated ULM 55-7. And uh, and then, of course, the Golden Eagles drop a four-point decision to Old Dominion. So picks. This week is still not closed out because Coastal and Appalachian State play tomorrow night and Tuesday fun belt game. But uh, Bob Getty right now, 6-3 and three uh, for the week. He Kelly, is on, on fire. It's a matter of time, guys. You Kelly, 4-5. Who's in the league? Me, 4-5. Well, we'll have to wait and see after tomorrow night. I got – Kelly, Texas State bit us, and I knew that I should have picked Wyoming in that – Group of five extra game. The Bills disappointed all of us, and the Ravens disappointed all of us. Yeah, Bob was questioning why you even included Fresno State and Wyoming. Yeah, where did that come from? Well, just, well, I mean, we need to pick at least ten games every week, and I want to look at a good group of five program. I just don't want to throw a Power Five game in there. But I think so, you kind of like those Cowboys anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, they're five and one. And they'd already beat Texas State at, at home. I mean, Texas Tech at home. So, yeah, I mean, my thought was, guys, if there's an off week or a bye week, we can plug the college hole with a really good group of five games. Yeah, the yeah. Fighting Munkins were disappointing yesterday. Yeah. The, the Steelers the Steelers are leading the AFC North when they were projected to be well, in last Well, let me tell you play. who's the best team in the NFL. Oh, I think I know who you're going to say. The San Francisco 49ers. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Well, them and the Eagles are still undefeated. Yeah, boy, they just dismantled the Cowboys. And that kid from Iowa State, dude, man, he throws some dime. He's like, throws some pretty passes, doesn't he? Some purdy passes. Purdy. There we go, purdy passes. P-U-R-D-Y passes. passes. Yeah, they're they're so loaded with talent. It's unbelievable. Is there a better running back ever than Christian McCaffrey? I don't know. And I think Saints Really? Fans. You're going to say that he's better than Riggins? I mean, are you really going to say that on the Well, Eagle nobody's hour? better than Riggins, but I'm saying other than John Riggins. It was a, he's a different kind of... Riggins just ran over people. This guy... All the, gen, mean, all the Gen Zers are Googling him right now. Damian, John Riggins. Damian Fletcher's uh, still like 12th all-time in NCAA rushing yards as of yeah. this present moment. He was pretty good. And if you don't think... If Saints fans don't think that Derek Carr is the answer, you know, the way that he made the Saints look yesterday at, you know, controlling the... the and what do we... Signal Can we conclude now that the that the secret sauce in New England was Tom Brady and Gronk? I hate to say it. Did you hear it. what Belichick said? It was like early in the third quarter. You know, he didn't go for it from like his own 40. And he said, until we're better on third and short, I will not go for it on fourth and short. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Am I right, though? I mean, are we not seeing that that was really what it was Brady and Gronk but again but again Bob we've talked about this before the Patriots are also now in a division with better teams yeah, but they won their playoff games with Brady and Gronk well that's true yeah. but they were playing at home most of the time yeah. just like and if and if fans if you don't they played at home yesterday Kelly <laughs> they did that that's true <laughs> and if you don't think that the NFL is pro Kansas City Chiefs. Oh you better think God. about it again. It's, just, it's hard to watch. There, there's video all over it's the internet. It's hard to watch. I mean, it's when ridiculous. that player took his, that chief player took his helmet off yesterday, which is supposed to be an automatic 15 yards, and the referee walks over to him and says, "Put your helmet back on." Yeah, I know. You know, and and yeah, no, know. no flag. Uh, they gave him credit for a catch that the guy was clearly out of bounds. Right. It's 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 bad. Real really quick, Packers, raise your eyebrows. Packers and Raiders tonight. Yep. 
Real quickly, I want to thank Town & Country Cleaners, Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaning service for sponsoring our show. Family owned and operated since 1983. They offer great services, curtains, rugs, and of course dry cleaning and much more. Visit Town & Country Cleaners across from USM on Hardy Street. I want to say hello to Mo Beignet. Enjoyed a little bit of that over the weekend. Yeah, the homecoming crowd this weekend was was over there. It was by the way, it was beautiful on campus. Yeah, it was a great, night. great parade, everything. And a happy birthday, Miss Kathleen. We are so happy. If you go in hey. the campus bookmark today, tell her happy birthday. Scott Berry was homecoming marshal. Him as Laura too. He had that big cowboy hat on. He was good stuff. It's a good was. thing because the old dome would have gotten burned on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kelly and Luke will have the show tomorrow. I'll be doing other stuff, but uh, they'll have you a good uh, hour of Southern Miss sports talk. Until then, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.